Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Notpicard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Pow, 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 pow. Yes, it is. How are you doing, buddy? Doing okay. Allergies again this week, but doing okay. Ali G's. That sucks. Um, I'm in UK. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when are you leave, no G.I. Joe news happens. What's that about? I What I did, I told Pat earlier, I reached out to all the licensees on the G.I. Joe brand and just said, can you just give it a couple of weeks? And they were like, yeah, sure. So it took me only took me like six hours to reach out to every single one individually, Pat, because there's only... 936 licensees of the G.I. Joe brand, I think, currently. Did you reach out to all the people, like the retailers and everyone that, that might actually have a leak to make sure of course. they kept things quiet as well? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely did that. I uh, basically just called up uh, Return of the Nerd, who we'll be talking about later. I said, can you not reveal anything, maybe? But they did, and they gave us some news, so I can't be too angry. Um, yeah, not a lot, not a great deal of news uh, this week. I could have pushed it a bit more though, because we had new um, uh, Icon Heroes vehicle mouse pads uh, that appeared this week, um, which I haven't got images for. But you're just going to take my. This is the new segment for that right now. Um, last week, uh, Icon Heroes uh, revealed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They had an awe striker that I saw. They probably had other ones as well. Um, so that was a thing I could probably have drawn out for 20 minutes with you, probably. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm looking at stuff <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, check them out and see, tell me what you think. But yeah, effectively, it's just your classic uh, box art on a mouse pad. So I figured, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about some ornaments from Trick or Treat. That was obviously another um, news story this week. The other one was that... Um, Crimson Guards have been showing up at Ollie's for, like, really cheap. So if you want to army build your Crimson Guards, n now is the time from Ollie's. Um, but, I, again, we could have stretched out a bit more, but we're going to be talking for hours anyway, Pat. We always do, mate. Yeah, I stopped by Ollie's looking for those, and I think I found 12 cases of uh, Snake Eyes the movie figures. Yeah, like lots of Snake Eyes the movie They're $5 figures. each, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, good if you want maybe some, like, uh, custom fodder, I would say. I would say that that's a good opportunity to grab an extra Kiko and just pop the head on, from the Blue Ninjas packs on it. That's a good shout, actually. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, in fact, I found, I think I got two of... I was at that stage when those figures came out that I was getting two of each figure because it wasn't that, that much of a problem. Can't do that anymore, can we? I'm I'm not even getting a full one of each figure anymore. Um, we'll be talking about a little haul I had earlier later, um, but we'll save that for the shout outs. Um, and yeah, anyway, well, massive shout out to everyone in the chat as well. Hope everyone's having a lovely Friday. Uh, hope we're going to be able to kickstart your weekend or you're not going to be able to watch because you're at work, whatever the situation. Um, <laughs> or you can watch because you're at work. That has happened in the past for some people. So, yeah. Um, yeah, loads of people in the chat. Hope everyone's good. 
we're going to get on with our news stories then this week, Pat. Even though we could probably draw this this bit of banter at the beginning out a bit more, couldn't we? Because you know we've, we haven't got much to talk about news wise. Right. Exactly. There's there's no news today. So what what That's if it. there was a no news week and we just had banter and then said goodbye? <laughs> I want to say. I want to say that that has happened, or I don't think it has happened. I think when we've cancelled, wow. for whatever reason, there's still been news floating around. Um, there's always yeah. something to talk about, really, let's face it. Yeah, there is. So I'm ready for the first one. Okay, then fine. Uh, in that case, uh, let's do exactly what Pat wants to do, which is this. Trick or Treat Studios have revealed more G.I. Joe-related merch to add to their Cobra Commander helmet, wrapping paper and wall decor. They dropped two brand new holiday ornaments of Cobra Commander and Snake Eyes in the week. Both ornaments are available to pre-order and will cost you $19.99, with shipping estimated for November 6th of 2023. I'll be hanging these on my Haslabs every G.I. Joe day going forward. That's a holiday, isn't it? Or... It could like every day of Yojo June, they could be <laughs> they could be hung, but they'd never they wouldn't come down for like ever because it just continues into ridiculous month after ridiculous month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I mean, looking at them even for now, it's like are these for my Halloween tree. Yes, Halloween tree, yeah, pumpkin tree is what this is for. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, figure six pack says Chris, talk about your merch. I will later. We will get into that. And it's also set me up for an unboxing a day, uh, which is crazy. I'll have so much to do. It's not fair. I just want to relax and I can't. Um, oh, uh, Diana says you could make them into giant earrings. That is actually a cracking idea. I love that. You could either have a mix and match scenario or you could get two Cobra Commanders or two Snake Eyes. What, what would you rock, Pat? What would your choice of earring be? I'd go with the Cobra Commander. Trick or Treat Studios does a good job of getting a a decent Cobra Commander helmet. I still kind of want the the full size one that they made. To be it honest. looks pretty cool. It, it does, does look, look pretty cool. cool. I kind of like their wrapping paper as well. I kind of want to get involved with that too. Um, yeah, but I'd never Kate, use it. I, well, all of Kate's it. presents for me. I think that's what I would do. Um, I actually um, printed out Robo Skull comic paper that I made myself. From like you know taking um, comic strips of uh, Battle for Action Force, printing it out, and then wrapped presents in that for her. So I'm not sure if it was cheaper or not. Probably not when you think about how much printing paper and ink costs. <laughs> um, and yeah, like the amount of like paper I had to print just to get a decent amount to cover to wrap something. Amazing. Um, no news is good news, says Zoran. Yeah, it could be. But we still have news, so don't worry about it. Um, Jamie Lynn says, I'm looking forward to hearing all the clock, golf bag, and train news. Good luck, mate. We haven't even had golf bag or clock or train news this month, this week. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to talk trick or treat. Yeah, so these are kind of cute. Um, although we were joking before, weren't we? I said they were armless, and you said, well, it's a bust, which is I thought was a hilarious back and forth. Which we could have utilized then, but I decided to ruin we need it. Just some week, just go live without talking to each other is what needs to happen. Like a like a, a stealth live sort sort of thing. Really catch each other by surprise. Won't wouldn't be catching me by surprise because I'll be the one doing it. But 
yeah, that would be great. And yeah, but you could say the thing is though, Pat, you could say some Pat says some really horrible things about all the, the people in the comments. No, I, I do not. I do not. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, but no, he says some pretty horrible stuff. So I we've got to really make it's got to be clear when you know you're going live, Pat. This is all all lies. He's telling lies. <laughs> He's like a sailor. He's like shipwreck. It's just all swear words off camera. I'm just kidding. It's not really that at all. Um, anyway, I definitely will be getting, I think I definitely will be getting the wrapping paper from uh, from Trick or Treat Studios. And, and anyway, what do you think of these? Are, they, are these something you want to add to your Christmas decorations or Halloween decorations or whatever holiday it may be? They're nice. Um, but, you know, I've been scaling back pretty seriously. This week, it's just felt like uh, I feel overburdened with uh, stuff to organize in my house, to be honest, from all the toys coming in, all the toys that I was reorganizing and all the projects I've had going on. Uh, it, it just feels like a lot. So to have more things coming in, uh, I, I need I need a little bit of a break myself. And I, I think that what I need to do is just uh, take some time, get reorganized and then start collecting crazy amounts of things again. Yeah, go back to it afterwards. Yeah. 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 Um, have a break and then go nuts again and get into the same problem and situation you had previously, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I all it's always, yeah, it's always very impulsive from myself, but I have definitely scaled back with all of that stuff now. Like it, it's it's simply just classified. But even that at times you kind of go, wow, there's like loads and obviously we'll be talking about it later on about the uh the massive amount of figures that have just kind of like appeared at the same time um which is interesting because we've gone from like you know like not that many re releases or reveals um still a lot of pre-orders but not that many that we've got at the moment and then it would be like one figure comes out here and then like three weeks later another figure pops up and then maybe two figures come out a month away from that point and you just kind of like you've got all these like spaces and now it's like pre-order everything now here's everything now and it's like oh, oh uh, i can't i prefer the spacing out of things in a weird way but like i feel like we complain when it's one way and we complain when it's another there's a balance in there i think somewhere where it's like a nice rhythm throughout the year and it's not to the point of like what I feel it can be oversaturation sometimes. Not that I, not that I dislike the merchandise and the figures because they're freaking awesome. But sometimes you kind of you feel like there should be a balance here. Yeah, uh, I honestly I already miss the old system of having, you know, your major conventions of Toy Fair, San Diego Comic Con, and Joe Con. And you see major things at those points, and then you have just a couple of points in the year where it shows up at the store, and then you buy what you want. That's what I miss. Because yeah. right now, it's just like, it's Tuesday, so time for more drops. It's Thursday, time for more. And even in some of the brands that I'm not necessarily going to buy everything from, if I'm interested in them. Because, you know, I like to see, I do buy Transformers, but I like to see the Star Wars stuff. I buy yeah. maybe a little of that. And I even am interested in seeing what's going on with Marvel. Yeah. Um, and it, I, you know, I get all the push notifications. It just makes it to be a lot of overwhelming. 
yeah, it feels overwhelming, even though I'm not buying those other brands, I'm getting them marketed to me every single day. Finn says the same thing there. It feels overwhelming right now with everything shipping at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think that's the problem, isn't it? Like um Rachel says my credit card appreciates space between charges. Yeah, absolutely. Um it it does get and like this is the thing, isn't it? Like, you know, you can you can look at it like we're in like a rich period for the brand at the moment, which is great. But you know, at some point the the dam or the levy might is gonna break and you know, like what what happens then you know like are we going to be in a situation where it kind of has to you know be scaled back a lot more but the, the thing is i think because it is quite popular and it's hitting more than just the um kind of like i would say like the, the fandom as it was before classified was 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 here it classified has brought a lot of new people into i'm not saying that's a bad thing by the way and actually it's a very good thing for the brand to get new people new uh audience new um new blood into the um you know into the actual into the brand itself so like that is a good thing but um also like it it really does push the brand and then they're forced almost to keep up with that that like the pressure of you know we want more we want more we want more and then you kind of get it and it's like but not that not that much <laughs> it's like yeah we do but a little bit further back somewhere there is a nice like area that works i think for the majority of people and you know again you can be a bit more comfortable even if you are picking and choosing and you can be a bit more comfortable if you are a completist like there's there's definitely some somewhere where it works a bit better and i think maybe going into next year um i was hoping this year was where the rhythm would start happening and we definitely got the rhythm in terms of releases and showing things off. But then I feel like they they revealed a lot of stuff in a short period of time. Like Yojo, Ju Ju June, July were just mental, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I think that they held some things back. Well, she, Emily even said that they held some things back for a little while. And, uh, you know, that, that seemed to cause, man, last, the end of last year, the end of 2022, I think broke a lot of people that was heavy uh, because not only did everything wait to ship it all shipped before Christmas and then they shipped other stuff early. So it was just like everything all at once. But one of the things that GI Joe really hasn't had, I don't think compared to some of the other brands that Hasbro owns or handles is the fact that I don't necessarily think that they really expect everyone to buy everything. I can remember Aaron Archer saying at a botcon. Uh, because people were complaining, actually. I think this might have been 2007, whenever you had the movie stuff was coming out, you had yeah. the classics was coming out. There was a just, lot of lines, yeah. Yeah, and he actually... And the club. The, the, club, the club were doing stuff at that point as well, weren't they? They were, yeah. So you had a ton of stuff, just a ton of stuff coming from every direction. And people said, you know, how do you expect us to keep up with all of this? And he said, well, we don't. I don't expect anyone to buy everything. What I, yeah. what we're trying to do is to make sure that we have so many different things available that we appeal to a broader broader audience and bring more people in. And GI Joe's never really been at that point, I don't think. Like for a long time, GI Joe has been sized that not everybody can buy everything, but it was possible. You know, some years were harder. Like 2009, there was a ton of stuff. Yeah, Rise of Cobra. But, 
Yeah. In a lot of years, it's been possible to just buy everything. Yeah. And it's not happened a lot for G.I. Joe that that it seems that they are making so much that you can't. Joe, when when the FSS came into play and as the prices rose and the FSS with con sets and things like that, that for me was a point where it was like, this is getting too much. And then towards the yeah. end of the the club, the last year of the club, the prices were at the, the highest point they've ever been. Mm-hmm. FSS had a final 12, and I think the FSS 8 was not too far prior to that, right? Yeah. I think I think it was an FSA, FSS 8 of the final 12, a bunch of like other extras like Zartan and the motorcycle, the three pack of Night Stalkers or um, female Cobra Troopers. Um, and there was a bunch of that on top of huge concept and exclusives um, yeah. that they poured loads into. Car did like exclusives like uh, Joe Colton and Sonic Fighters, Tunnel Rat and Law and Order and things like that. There, there was just a lot of extra stuff as well. And that, I think, was the first time that year that I was like, I'm going to have to not get that and not get that and maybe not get that. And that was the first time I'd done that. Like previous to that, it'd just been like, yeah, bring it, keep keep it coming. But um, I think, yeah, that got to the point where it just got, again, oversaturated. Um, and I'm, I'm, I know there's a lot of people that watch the channel that were kind of collecting the four-inch stuff at that point and probably felt the same way. I'm, I'm pretty sure we spoke about it at some point as well. I think so. Uh, I, I can remember being actually in line for the year that the Sky Patrol, what year was that? Was that 2016? 16? 15. It was one of those. So for the last few years, I didn't buy all the vehicles because I wasn't wild about those. They wouldn't show them to us in line. Like you're standing in line and, and usually they would show you the toys, but it's just like we had a list and they had. Oh, yeah. They hadn't put everything out in the display case. And I heard that there was um, a, a display case that was being filled by Lanny at the time. So I went out to look at it and they had it covered in cloths. And it's like, if they're not going to show us the stuff, maybe they don't like it themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, was, uh, that was the first time with yeah. that, that concept that I was uh, regretting a purchase from the club. And it was the fact that um, they did those jump jet packs sets and i didn't i I thought about it i'm like i don't really need these got them anyway and regretted it the whole time i'm like that was like what 30 bucks a pop for each like multi-set of uh jump jet packs Uh, no i think the jumps came out to ten dollars each so i think for the for the set wasn't it like 50 or 60 bucks Maybe it was. Maybe Thanks. I've repressed how much that was. But yeah, if I felt like that Just was my first a bunch of jet jetpacks. I think it was like sixty bucks. Pointless. And yet they made so much money on those as well. It's crazy, man. Because I spoke to a lot of people in line and they had the same feeling. They were like yeah, I'm not going to get them. And then like later on, I see them and they've got them. It's like, yeah, I, I just had to complete it. Because that's the thing. Back then, it was it was all about getting everything and completing and being a completist. And that was like, yeah, really, was. that was more important than actually whatever the, what you were buying a lot of the time. Yeah. So it was, it was a weird, weird moment for me because, yeah, I've, I've been a completist in, on, in some point. But there were a couple of cons where I just didn't get to go. So I still don't have that brown warthog i don't have the i don't have the blue deck for the hydrofoil either yeah hello mom 
Mom is actually in this building that I'm in right now. She's downstairs. So hi, Mom. Thanks for dinner. It was yummy. Had a great dinner. It was really, really nice. Like um, uh, like these little roast potatoes and uh, nice. fake chicken and and like um, what was it? Like it was, it was quite spicy and it had like this really nice sauce on it and it was like um, roasted vegetables as well and in pita breads. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. Uh, thank you, ma'am. That was yummy. Um, and I'll just I'll just shout. Out since I've seen her on here. Yeah, <laughs> mom, what are you doing back there? <laughs> I never know what she's doing. Sorry. Um, what movie was that from? That was Will Ferrell, wasn't it? I can't remember what it was. Anyway, Wedding Crashes, maybe. Oh God, that was there. That, I think, that's I think maybe you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's because he's he plays that. He's, he's only in it for like twenty seconds, isn't he? Um, uh Diana says this is one of the reasons I streamline to only what I like of my favorites. I can only enjoy I can only enjoy seeing new things but only pay for that. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean with yeah. that one Diana. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Daniel says do you think classified will get to the point where they just put figures out with no pre-orders? I don't think so. I think the whole business model is is around that. Unless the unless the unless the economy and the business side of it changes I think that will be the way forward for most things with uh, with toys. Don't you think, Pat? I, I do. Yeah, because it, it does seem like some of the stuff, some of the stuff has had such a quick turnaround for shipping that it feels like uh, they're putting it up for pre-order, but in reality, they have it in hand already. Yeah. And I, I think that we're, it definitely feels like that that's happening for sure. Yeah. Here's a good question from Johnny. Uh, do you think they're hitting us now to go easy on us during holidays? Um, I think Johnny, they're going easy. They're, they're hitting us now, and we'll probably be hit pretty hard going into holidays as well. Because you've got another. You've got effectively. Let's face it. You've got more pre-orders coming for PulseCon. Um, yeah. So there's more coming, and those will probably be. You know what, what we're talking late September. October, November. It's likely that there'd be, you know, we'd be seeing a lot of that stuff before Christmas. Would you say, Pat? I, I think that's a for sure. I, I think that whatever whatever we pre-order for PulseCon, I'm going to guess that there will be some pre-orders that will actually ship earlier than others. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if it was spread out a bit, but even Emily has mentioned on the last live stream that um, this end to this year will be similar to last year, unfortunately. So I, uh, I think you can you can brace yourselves is what I'll say on that one. Um, hello, Robert. Hello, Super Cyan. Um, they need to make enough that it could be in stock for a year or two to be able to catch up too much dollars. I, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, I enjoy the heck out of the official live streams and reveals and watching the podcast and chatting with friends. Honestly, I never needed to own it all. It's like seeing great art at a museum. That's a good way of looking at it. And for a while... Weren't we all like just admiring our pre-orders? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Check out my collection of pre-orders. That's what it felt like. I'm not sure there was a meme going around as well that I have such shared, a problem but... though, where until I've owned something and had it in hand and looked at it, I can't fully decide how much I like it or not. I mean, because sometimes some of the the issues with figures. Maybe they're too rubbery. Maybe uh, you know the they can't hold a pose. There's some stuff that you don't find out until you've owned it, and yeah. you know everything is putting its best foot forward whenever it's you know the marketing team creating photos of it for online. 
Uh, and then at the same time, you have the opposite of that, where sometimes people complain about something and I get in a hand and just I don't have that problem. Yeah, same. That there, there was, I mean, there was a lot that, you know, we'll, we'll be in a message group. That's no, you know, uh, secret to that. I'm not going to tell you what we say in it. I'm just kidding. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll talk the, the presenters back and forth about stuff. And um, a lot of the time it's obviously to help with the, with the show and to, you know, like be on top of everything at the same time when we talk about this stuff. But I remember we were talking in there and like, you know, people would be sharing images of like this quality control issue or this issue. And I see a couple of them, but I think, yeah, but is that just like, is that your standard quality control that you see across all mass produced items or right. is there a serious problem here? And like, it takes about a month to really get a grasp of how bad that particular issue is. Like, obviously, you know, a, a miscolored thing that is on every figure is a quality control issue that spans the entire line. But there'll be things like we saw those eels images, didn't we? Up inside, yeah. They were like grazed on the chest where the logos yeah. and some of the paint apps were. But like it, the only two images I saw of that were those two images that were shared. And then everything else seems to be fine. So, like, I don't necessarily see that as a quality control issue that is, you know, on the same level as something that should be fixed over an entire range of figures. Right. Right. I mean, whoever got those figures deserves new ones, but I opened 100%. mine and mine were fine. Same. Well, I haven't opened mine yet. We'll be doing an unboxing. What what's going to happen, mate? When I open mine, it'll look like that He-Man battle damage um, He-Man with the, the little, yeah. like... Battle armor He-Man. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Love that figure. God, the, I, the tactile memory and feel of that, of pushing it and it going frack, frack, and switching over to the next one. Loved it. Love that figure, uh, and Skeletor as well. He had uh, we had, uh, had that one as well. They were cool. Um, Rachel, this is a good point actually. When we were talking about the the year, the concepts, and everything, she said 2018 was a good time for club merchandise because the retail line wasn't doing much. Uh, that's true. There was obviously a period of time as well where the club were the only game in town um, for yeah. a couple of periods. And I remember, like, you know, there'd be, like, a bait 12-inch exclusive or there'd be um, a pair of sneakers or there'd be a sweater or there'd be, you know, like, a, a T-shirt or a hoodie or something. And that would be the thing, and everyone would buy it. Like, Walmart would be sold out instantly yeah. of those green G.O. Joe T-shirts. I can remember being the first one to find a plastic cup at Walmart and posting about it, and everybody was like, G.I. Joe's back at retail, yay! <laughs> We all knew that it was kind of a holdover, probably. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. The amount of comments I saw on that post, we're getting a USS flag! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was there, were, there was definitely some periods there where the club was the only game in town, and it was... I suppose it, it kind of allowed them to maybe like charge a little bit more because there was nothing else to really buy. Yeah, I, I can remember... It was exhausting that last year. You did have the concept, all of the exclusives, which were, you know, practically doubled the price that a convention would normally cost you. Yeah. Then the FSS, the the final 12, and another FSS, and it, all, all that stuff. And then all the, the individual exclusives that were online, all that stuff came in. And it was like thousands of dollars yeah. without exaggeration yeah. that the club was getting. But I knew at the time, that I was eventually going to be glad that I bought those. Oh yeah, and because that's yeah. where I am now. 
yeah because that's one of those things that you then you, you go like you, you know because you know you see people like clamoring to try and get certain things as well after the fact yeah and there's that thing of like we kind of knew there was going to be a lull as well i don't think we realized how long that lull was going to be and that we'd be waiting until 2020 really until classified kicked off the brand again really yeah. Um, but that there was a big point at period of time where I don't even know what we were talking. We were talking about other brands on the show. We were doing the yeah. crossover stuff, weren't we? We were talking about like yeah. Inhumanoids and Visionaries and Transformers and, Battle and yeah. Battle Beasts, for goodness sake. I do. You, I, I used to love those doing those episodes, but I can't believe people actually listened to nine hours and ten hours worth of uh, one podcast. Like, I don't know what was going on. I think I was just, like, trying to break records or something. I think I was trying to just be, like... What was the longest one? We did one that was, I think, was over 10 hours long. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, we didn't. We we did. No, we didn't. Mate, do you want me to... The entire day of, of... Of recording, yeah, but it was yeah, but you don't understand. It was like we do a banter bit, right? Me and Eric and yeah, Paddy. Then that would go on for like an hour. Then I would record something with you and John, and okay. we would go into detail on the figure history. Sorry, Rachel, thank you very much for the comment. We would go into the figure history, um, concept design, art, all sorts of stuff, and I would intertwine it with like you know music and clips from shows and stuff. That would easily be like sometimes two, three hours. Yeah, that definitely was like three hours for that. And I never cut anything out. I like I cleaned it up and I and I minimized space between you know some stuff, but for the most part, kept most of the 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 bulk of it. Then I would do an interview with someone that was related to the um, the brand. Like we did, I remember we did Mark Webber when we were talking about Transformers because he'd obviously worked on uh, G three and stuff, so we had that. You know, you know, that didn't make it out, but he, the stuff that he was kind of planning on working on. We had, who else did we have? We had loads of people on. Uh, I spoke to Adam May, who was a huge uh, Inhumanoids fan. In fact, I think we had Adam on for the con- the figure history and the concept stuff. And I think we talked about it with Adam. Um, a lot of it was like the Inhumanoids, like coloring books and things like that but those would go on for hours the interview would go on for a couple of hours and then we'd have the end of the show which was the kind of returning back to the 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 crew at the beginning and doing what we got in and stupid stuff that paddy would spend hours talking about you know there's funny little things that he would do those little monologues and we genuinely had multi-hour podcasts for those audio episodes um some were longer than others because it was like you know transformers we've got the mapes on and the Mapes did Transformers and Visionaries, and they were huge episodes because they just went into like loads and loads of detail. So if you're interested in any, in listening to those for like ten hours of your life, guys, go and uh, go and check the go and check those out on our Podbean. I think yeah, they're still not a Podbean. I think. I was just going to say that. Wait, is that, does that still exist? Yeah, if you go on Podbean and you type in. Uh, yeah, because I've, I've been posting all of our episodes on Podbean. You know, this weekly will go on Podbean as well. Okay. So you can listen to it audio-wise too. Um, most people obviously prefer the visual stuff, but you can listen to it, only listen to it. If you don't want to look at our beautiful faces, then you can just listen to this episode on Podbean, which is also ends up on iTunes, Stitcher, and somewhere else. But anyway. Stitcher, um, that's the one that's gone, isn't it? Isn't Stitcher I, gone? 
probably like it, it's apparently it still goes there but i don't i don't even think it's a thing anymore i only we only added stitcher to the uh to the like the the list because one person asked me about it one wow. person and we would always have one like listen <laughs> on stitcher because that one person wanted it on there amazing stuff um jody says classified sky patrol please yeah that'd be cool um you're welcome mom Love to Pat, Diana, and everyone. Mum, mum says, "Love to everyone, everyone in the in the comments." Very nice well, to see you again. Yeah, um, that was it, Finn. Ma, meatloaf, and I can't say the last line because uh, this is a kids show. It's not a kids show at all. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm just. Uh, where did they used to sell the club exclusives online? Says Supersign. No, they had them at the convention. And then I think some would make it onto the website, but most of it would like sell out pretty quick, wouldn't it, Pat? Yeah, whatever they didn't sell at the convention, they would put on the website. Well, it wasn't like you could just check out with it on the website, though, could nah. you? Nah, it wasn't easy. Um, I think most people just got it on the secondary market because what would happen is people would go to the conventions, they'd buy multiple sets because they'd get like the golden ticket or something, and then you were you were you were given the opportunity to buy like up to three sets or something, wasn't it, Pat, for the golden ticket? Yeah, once they started the golden ticket, that's the way that it worked. You were able to buy, yeah, I think. And so people would max that ticket. out and yeah. then sell everything on eBay like as soon as they got out of the line. And, I, you know, people would be like putting stuff on up on eBay on their phones like immediately, like in the line. Like before they even got the stuff, they were putting it up there. You know, they found out what was on, you know, what was happening and they just started posting images and, and stuff on eBay. And then people that couldn't make it to the con, which was quite a significant amount of the fandom, yeah. um, you know, couldn't always make it in the US globally as well. Um, I know the Spanish crew used to come out, eat like all the time. The Spanish crew be behind this beauty, by the way, this is the box for their wonderful G.I. Joe Espana um, kind of volumes of books, which um, is just phenomenal. Uh, I was I was gushing to Pat about them earlier, but we'll talk about that later. But they would they would come and try and make it to like every joke on like some of them, like a, a crew of the Spanish guys, but they couldn't all make it every year because it was so expensive. Um, and then yeah, you'd end up having to, I think, like get it from other people at the show or like I said, like the secondary market. I know I had it. Like Dave Tree would get me stuff. Um, I had Jay Russell get me my first set, I think. He put out like a thing on his tank um, to say that he was going to con and if anyone wanted anything, just let him know and he would pick it up for them. So I remember asking him if he could get me a, what set was it? October Guard and uh, Iron Grenadiers with the uh, the winter gear and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah. did I mean, you you went to every con pretty much, didn't you, mate? Uh, my My first one was 2002. And then I was not able to go again until 2007. But okay. And after that, I, I hit all of the joke. Comments. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 17 18. 18, 12 cons. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. That's amazing. Um, sorry. I've just been not paying attention to the comments. Sorry. I think it, I, th I thought I'd caught up and then it must've just missed me. Sorry. Um, I didn't, yeah, get, I won't be able to get to everyone. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, Jody, check out all those episodes uh, because we did some really deep depth, divey stuff into all of those brands. We did, like I said, we did basically the Hasbro uh, kind of cinematic universe, which was at the time 
G.I. Joe, Transformers, Rom, Mask, and maybe Inhumanoids. And then the the then we did like a thing where it was like the extension of that, where we did like uh battle beasts and anything that was kind of half related, centurions, anything with like a six degrees of separation sort of thing, didn't we, Pat? Yeah, um, there's loads. And yeah, you can go back on our Podbean. If you just type in some of those brands in the search, you'll you'll get the episode that that comes up with it. Um and Brian um Brian Hickey did some beautiful like have, have like you know um graphics for the the shows where he would do toy photography for each uh brand that we did but it was related to GI Joe which was freaking awesome. They I do miss doing those Pat. They were fun actually, weren't they? They were fun. Uh I was not involved in the very very early ones cuz I can remember uh listening to some of them on my way to work. I didn't think you were ready at that point to join <laughs> You're on the bench at that point, mate. I was just like, no, he's not ready. He needs another. He needs another season in the in the in the triple A's, and then we'll get him in the. I know I did. I was there for Battle Beasts, of course, Starcom, and oh, Starcom, yeah, of Starcom. course. How did I forget that? Uh, and um, I was there for sure for Centurions as well. How did I forget Starcom? Right there. Um, yeah, we didn't do Spiral Zone, which is on that tape, though, as well. Anyway, yeah, Mask is a good one. We did a cracking one for Mask. That went on for blooming ages as well. Anyway, oh, also, I made bespoke music for each episode. Um, yeah. So we would have, like, the intro would be different. The All the music for each segment was, like, related to the cartoon and stuff. It That was a lot of fun, honestly. Like, I usually just watch it just for that. Uh, and if you're a Patreon, you can actually access that music. If you're a Patreon um, member on our SAS or Red Shadow Army, you can access all that music for free. Well, not for free, because obviously you're, you're paying the Patreon. But you know what I'm saying. You can access it. Goodness sake. Stop Stop with all the questions, Pat. Jeez. Um, just kidding. Right. Next up then, because we've, been, we've somehow managed 38 minutes. <laughs> That's a record <laughs> for merch. I know we went... On a tangent, but that's it's almost like we're doing uh housekeeping of, of the channel as well, you know, yeah, like a, a bit of an update. That was hilarious. How do we do this? Okay, let's rush through the last segment. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, we've got a little bit of classified for you now. Return of the Nerd posted in-hand packaging images of the Walmart-exclusive G.I. Joe Classified series Shadow Tracker yesterday. The figure was expected to start showing up after images of Wolf Spider emerged a few weeks prior, and the box render and art look great for the character first introduced in the Pursuit of Cobra line back in 2011. We will probably get more images of the figure over the next few days, but in the meantime, let's get stuck into these. Let's. Um, some good questions coming through. Sorry, I, this is, always happens. Uh, we go on to the next stage, and then loads of questions come in about what we've just been talking about. Um, uh, Jody says, and I think you'll agree with this one, Pat, Starcom was a toy line before its time. Absolutely, yes. It's, and there's never well, really been anything like it since. I would have to say it was an absolute banger in its time as well. There was something so interesting about the fact that it was, and, and this is something that you kind of schooled me on when we first started kind of getting into it and talking about it. But the, the you know, the people behind it, the writers, the the consultants, and all that kind of stuff of you know, like actual people involved in real world space exploration, 
And the fact that that was like baked into, which is my new favorite term that Lenny always used when he talks about uh, design stuff, but that was kind of baked into the storyline. And so it kind of really grounded it, but made it really kind of like futuristic at the same time. Yeah, with a really strong sense of legacy for old sci-fi, like Heinlein references and and certainly Star Trek, if you watch the cartoon, the, the main trio is definitely based on the main trio from Star Trek. Big time, big time. Um, Finn says, speaking of masks, is there an update on the Super 7 mask thing? Do they buy the rights? We don't know yet. And I technically have got a confession to make. I haven't posed that question. Sorry, I have failed you on that one. But I will be posing that question and I'll try and work out um, what that thing is. Again, they might not be in a position to talk about it as well. Um, but I will try and find that out anyway. Sorry, that just completely completely forgot about that. Um, Lightfoot says we need classified Matt Tracker at least. I think there's a possibility there that I think something like that could happen in the classified series. I could see them doing like a... Matt Tracker and um, uh, Miles Mayhem. I could see that happening, honestly. I, I think that, that now it would make more sense to do that that kind of test of the market. The 25th figure, I think that they had said they were just trying to see, you know, how well that figure would do and what the reaction would be to it online. But it's pretty positive, now, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, for sure. So I don't understand why it's like, oh, we had a positive reaction to our test. Um, but we're done. Yeah, we'll we'll put out another Matt Tracker in like 10 years' time. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but now with the fact that you pretty much are putting up one figure and it goes up for, you know, for pre-order on its own and the reaction to it would be very measurable by it coming out by itself, I think doing Matt Tracker in the classified line would make a ton of sense as a way of testing. You know, you could do almost do them as a crossover and then if it does well enough, we'll come out with like maybe six mask figures and see what yeah. happens from there. Yeah, I, I agree. And you could definitely, you know, do a you, Matt Tracker would be fine. Miles Mayhem would be fine. Brad Turner would be great. Um, the, the Sly Rax would make sense. You know, all of the kind of like the core character hump of mask. Yeah. Um, and then you'd get into your, um, you know, your Floyd Malloy's and <laughs> and that kind of stuff, which I think would be. I tell you what, I think a Floyd Malloy figure in classified would be phenomenal and also instant dreadnought in my opinion like you know yeah. cut off helmet hair sticking out the top ugly crazy design but very mad max-ish you know he even rides a very mad max-ish kind of motorcycle vampire so like yeah. you know that turns into a plane of some description so yeah um freaking amazing I'd, I'd be well into that um doing that stuff uh, anyway, lots of positivity here for Shadow Tracker in the comments. Adam says, I'm very excited for Shadow Tracker. Jody says, I'm digging Shadow Tracker. Rachel says, looking forward to Shadow Tracker. Uh, <laughs> uh, lots of uh, positivity coming out here. Um, but what do you think, Pat? Are you um, like, are you enjoying? Let's get, well, uh, we'll get through this that we always have to get through. We've seen the renders for, it's been out for ages. Obviously, the mm -hmm. listings there. Shout out to Classic Toys UK. That's the the latest one, I believe, of when uh, figures are coming out. Uh, Shadow Tracker has now been updated on there as well. Looks like Shadow Tracker and Wolf Spider will be out around PulseCon. Okay, that's covered. But let's talk about the figure now. This is obviously the best image of what we've seen so far in terms of what the figure is going to look like properly. What do you think of Shadow Tracker? Looking at this. 
Well, I think they're going to be out around PulseCon. I think for the number of wolf spiders we've seen, that's almost a sure thing of what I was talking about earlier. Of, yeah. Uh, you ordering it and it's just going to ship almost right away. Yeah. Uh, but I, th I think that this figure looks good. I don't really know. Like, it's kind of hard since the, the mask is clear to see what is on the surface and what is just part of the inside of the mask showing through. Now... I have some information about this, and I'm not sure if I can say yet, so I'm not going to say anything, but you can probably guess from me just saying that, that there's some interesting thing happening here with this figure, right? That's all I can really say on it. Hmm. Um, okay. Now, I was kind of, like yesterday, I was umming and erring as to what the hell we were looking at in terms of the three heads, right? Are they masks or are they three different head sculpts? Is one a mask, one a head sculpt, two, two head sculpts, one mask? Like, I just didn't know. I have had confirmation as to what to expect, but I don't think I can say anything about that. But I can say that I've had confirmation of what it is, and I think people will be pleasantly surprised. I think it would be a good, positive thing. Um, so that's all I can really say about it without actually telling you. <laughs> what i know which kills me um but i yeah that yeah so what i would say is i can't say anything can i i just can't say anything it'll give the game away so all i can say is yeah sure well, compared to the original shadow tracker the original shadow tracker had the the clear mask on top of a skull face in order to okay. have like a okay. skull kind of showing through similar to that yeah that's and... all i can probably get at, yeah and uh, the original one, will actually, it, it changed because that was one of those ones that was part of that transitional period of Rise of Cobra, Pursuit of Cobra, because originally Pursuit of Cobra was like a sub-branding of Rise of Cobra. Yes. And then it became actually not really a branding at all, but we just called the toys Pursuit of Cobra, even though that wasn't on the package. That's something I think we should talk about the, uh, you know, in the future, maybe on another show or whatever, or even now, that that aspect of what you've just described is something no one ever really talks about. They just refer to Pursuit of Cobra as its own thing, which it kind of, but for the, the strides they made in design, in technology and all that kind of, you know, the, the amount of accessories and everything, it did stand out from the from the the, the follow-on to rise of cobra it did kind of like become its own toy line effectively an era and we were still kind of saying pursuit of cobra even through 30th anniversary and renegades yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. like it seemed to like almost incorporate an era of kind of figures even going through to retaliation i think yeah, and it's weird because we were initially kind of denied that Pursuit of Cobra stuff because of the change and the way that they were trying to steer away from the movie stuff. Because like we were talking earlier, there's so much movie stuff that came out. I think that retailers were inundated and a lot of stuff was going to clearance and they weren't that interested in carrying on with that, that particular branding. Yeah, uh, But with Shadow Tracker, the original figure winner we were first shown it he had the same exact mask as a Neo Viper from the movie, but in, in this clear kind of color. Yeah. Then the one that came out, like if you look at it, you can clearly tell that it's based on the Neo Viper. Like yeah. they've actually sculpted a, a new mouth and some other details on it yeah. to bring it away from that. So it's not yeah. quite the same. 
Um, so this is, in, in a lot of ways, I think that this one stands the chance to be a lot better than that Pursuit of Cobra figure. I don't think that whenever it comes time for some of those 25th figures that were later in the 25th line or in the Pursuit of Cobra that Classified's necessarily done a better job. I think Alley Viper is, is weak compared to that four inch figure. But this one I think is going to have a real opportunity to be better because that four inch figure has so many details and so many layers and so much going on that it's actually difficult to pose or to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, by the way, because I'm I'm fed up with all this, um, you know, cloak and dagger stuff. What I will, what I can say is, all three of those things are masks. That's all I'm going to say, and I think you can work out what I'm trying to get at. Those masks go over something, right? Okay. So effectively, the the glowy green one, which I don't know is glow in the dark, but it's possible because the mole rats have glow in the dark paint on them. Uh, to make the, um, you know, that kind of like gross stuff kind of really pop at night and everything. And um, yeah, so he's effectively got that really glowy one. He's got the uh, kind of, it's like a ghost, a ghost, uh, goat skull or something like that. He's also wearing she, kind of on his shoulder, right? Yeah, he's got a similar one on the shoulder, definitely. Um, so yeah, he's got, got those two. And then he's got that other one, which is kind of like, a, well, we'll look, at, look at it here. Yeah, it's kind of like that kind of really weird kind of like skull mask like you know kind of it's like a like a dark green skull very um it looks very red skull but a different color um anyway those are all masks yeah okay there you go i've given the game away um to be honest though i've got a feeling there are going to be loose images of this very very soon if not they might already be out and i just haven't seen them yet because i've been very busy today but um I don't think we've seen any loose images. Have you seen any loose images online yet, Pat, of this? I have not. Okay. Well, we'll see it soon, let's face it. So we'll be we'll be getting yeah, the uh, the goods. And I just decided to just say, there you go, they're dead masks. So there you go. Um, brilliant. There you go. Brilliant. I cannot keep secrets, can I, for the life of me? We're talking mask but... all day. Oh, that's genius. mask or we're talking mask. That's genius. He's also got a holographic visionary symbol on his chest. If it's actually Floyd Malloy underneath there, then you definitely <laughs> should have told us. You take the hair off and you put a different hairpiece on and it's Floyd. There you go. Um, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, effectively just, yeah, masks. Brilliant. There you go. Don't, don't say I'd ever give you anything. Uh, to my own detriment, probably. <laughs> to the detriment of ever being told any information ever again. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, someone says something frozen. Adam said this. Is he actually a predator? Is that the secret? That would be freaking amazing, actually. What a bait and twist that would be. You take the mask off and it's like, that would be well cool. But no, it's not that, Adam. It's not. Um, anyway. <sighs> My goodness. Uh, it's hot in here, isn't it? Or is it just because I've um, said something I shouldn't have said? But anyway. That is, yeah, I, I really like what this figure looks like. And someone mentioned this the other day, and I didn't notice, but the flames on the feet, and I, this is probably something that was on the render as well, and I just didn't notice. In fact, let me look at the render again. Yeah, there you go. I didn't notice this before, but they painted the flames, like, yellow on his boots. Can you see that, Pat? Um, I'm zooming in myself right now. Yeah, I see that. I never noticed that before, and someone showed me the day, and I think that's kind of like a little nod to the uh, camo pattern on his on his pants that isn't there on these pants. Obviously, they've kind of gone more subdued oh, yeah. with it. 
Um, and you've got that kind of like little kind of color break up the top here as well, haven't you? Which looks like a like a little kind of you know yellowy kind of color, uh, lighter lighter color, I right. should say. Yeah. Um, to try and give it that less more subdued neon kind of vibe that the uh, Pursuit of Cobra one had. I keep forgetting to put the Pursuit of Cobra image on this because that would be great to do like a comparison to. But you know, we've still managed an hour somehow. I don't know how that's possible. But there you go. Um, I think this looks great, honestly, and I think this is a really cool update to the character. A nice kind of like introduction to classified. Comes with a decent amount of gear too. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. Uh, but someone was saying the other day, and you might agree with this, Pat. It would have been even cooler if you'd come with some of that Pursuit of Cobra gear, like the trap and the netting and and things like that. I agree. Um... But one of the things that I feel like we've benefited so much from for this figure is the fact that, you know, John Warden designed that original one. John Warden's yeah. still around. And I think that the idea was a little bit better than the execution on that original one. So yeah. I just, you know, I assume that John Warden had input into this one. And oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So it's nice that we are getting uh, outside the the not only outside the core character hump in order to visit some figures that and characters that probably need brought a little bit more to life yeah but that you know the original person is still there in order to bring this about I, yeah it kind of gives it a nice like yeah like not not uh what's the word like um I don't know, like when when you when you say like the you know you get like the original people that worked on things to do something you know like new or to reintroduce a character or something, like it it gives it a little bit more gravitas, doesn't it? Um, and yeah, I know that's it's, a little more it's weird legitimate. saying that. Yeah, it's weird saying that when John's been on the brand like the entire time, you know. <laughs> right, that's true. But at this point, it has been a long time. I mean, what has it been? More than ten years, right? Oh goodness, twenty eleven. Yeah, so twelve years, right? That's been a long time. Yeah, and Shadow Tracker is certainly not part of the core characters of Cobra, and I don't think we can expect him to be, but... We're currently in the core character Pursuit of Cobra hump, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually would kind of like them to revisit Firefly from Pursuit of Cobra in six Hell yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Is that uh, Street Luge? What? Street Luge. Firefly. Well, why not give him the street luge? That could That'd be, be pretty cool, actually, wouldn't it? I, that's retaliation, but I'm thinking, I'm You're thinking right. the one with the, like the pointy back to his. To his oh, you mean the, the one with the fins the and all that? Sure. No, Beachhead had the fins, didn't he? I know, I know which one you're talking about. The one with that kind of really crazy, cool, like different mask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and see, that's where we're at an advantage for the fact that the Firefly that we are getting is so classic Firefly and scratches that itch almost perfectly. I mean, yeah. they can only get closer if perhaps we get a, like a retro carded Firefly. Yeah. But um, uh, now they could do something crazy and, and do something more out there like the Pursuit of Cobra one. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roper says, Chris, it was pretty obvious that those heads had to be masks. I don't think you gave anything away here. Thank you. Just that that's, we'll, we'll, that's, that's what I'll tell them in court. That's my, that's my position. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of wasn't I, sure that the one he was wearing it was a mask, though. You're right. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for putting me straight yeah, back in prison I'll, I'll again. I'll ruin it again for you. Pat's just put me straight in the cling in the cling. <laughs> I was going to call it the clinger. Welcome it's to the like, last episode of the Full Force. Yeah, I'm going down for many years. Um, 
Adam says, heavy reuse of the Zartan figure parts. Uh, yes. Let's have a look at the um, render again. Uh, we kind of knew that, though, didn't we, Adam, I think? We kind of knew that based on what we'd seen previously. Because, funnily enough, the fig the render that we got however many months ago is still the best image to, to look at to this point where we've got leaked images. Like, it's still the best image to kind of, you know, get a good gauge of what the figure build is and everything. That's hilarious. Yeah, we're still hyper aware of that, though, in, in this age. I think that a long time ago, we were less aware of it. Like, it took me a long time to realize that Dr. Mindbender reuses parts from Mutt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So it doesn't bother me, the parts reuse. Yeah, same. Same Z's. Um, yeah. Steel Core win Pursuit of Cobra. Yeah, figure six back. Yeah, that's that. And obviously, so we've got Steel Core come in. We've got um, obviously Shadow Tracker in there. Um, have we had any other Pursuit of Cobra stuff, Pat? In uh, did you mention Alley Viper because it's the definitely the Pursuit of Cobra Alley That's Viper. That's one hundred percent true. The Crimson Alley Viper was the was the Pursuit of Cobra one. Yes, you're a hundred percent correct. So there's three so far. Maybe. That's correct. Okay. Uh, let us know in the comments as well because uh, you know we don't know everything. Pat knows everything, but we don't, I don't know everything. I don't. What happens? The problem is because I'm brought into the equation that minuses the knowledge of what Pat knows. <laughs> so we end up with this heavy disparity uh, where I just throw more self-doubt onto Pat by getting things wrong in the first place. That's how we work, though, isn't it, mate? That's the that's the dynamic that we have. See? No, you, you give me the information on the mask, and that's the last thing I ever need to know. My brain is full, and now I'm done. <laughs> He's going to have to close his mind now, unfortunately, because that's all he can fit in there. Um, yeah, I think that is. People are saying Pursuit of Cobra Trooper would be dope. Um, what about, like, the Shock Trooper you're talking about, guys? And regular Vipers, too, so there's a figure six pack. Yeah, the regular Cobras from, from that era were so nice. I think that that would be, that'd be a, a huge plus. It, they were they're more of a classic-looking Cobra Trooper. And I do think that in Classified, the Cobra Trooper is awesome. Yeah. But there's always going to be room for more Cobra Troopers. And they could go a little more classic, especially with the gear. So I think they left that off of the Python Patrol one for a reason. Yeah. Jody says Night Vipers. Um, it was the Jungle Viper in Pursuit of Cobra, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the oh, Jungle right. Viper. And Night Vipers didn't end up making it out until uh, Retaliation. Oh, 50th. But oh, retaliation. yeah, right. There was... The, the, and then they read they did one in red for the fiftieth. Red in the fiftieth, yeah. But I, I, again, that's where you're looking at all that stuff and just kind of feeling like you look at that night viper and you kind of go, it's still pursuit of cobra style. Yeah, like pursuit of cobra set such a style that yeah, yeah that that level of detail on a four inch figure and the proportions and everything being so nice, I think it's fair to call that to call that night viper pursuit of cobra, even though it ended up on a retaliation card. Agreed. And there's, that's the thing, like when I was saying before, like that era is defined almost by Pursuit of Cobra. Like Rise of Cobra, like I feel like Rise of Cobra made some amazing steps into design and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, obviously the film is kind of like derided a little bit, but the, the actual toy line had some gems in it, like some really good 
design, some really good figures, some really good builds. And uh, it kind of like took what the 25th had done and upgraded it quite dramatically. And then, then you had, that was almost like the basis for Pursuit of Cobra, the platform for Pursuit of Cobra to kind of just go nuts. And then you're right, that kind of style and, um, you know, like format of how they, you know, like they did stuff with the, with the uh, accessories and everything, that definitely carried on through to all the way through to the 50th. So, yeah, I, I agree. Obviously, there were some figures in the 50th that were like re-releases of, you know, poor uh figure bills like you know screaming o face duke and and stuff like that but there were definitely some really good things in there too like some little gems that uh you know kind of were really good um zombie viper was pursuit of cobra was it not or was that 30th um there's a question yeah i can't remember i'm trying to picture the card back i want to say that it was 30th I think it was uh, I can swear he was Pursuit of Cobra. There no, was that also, right. there was that horrible running change they he kept doing on Steel Brigade. Do you remember when they kept changing Steel Brigade and like making the elbows different? And like, well, they changed the legs on Steel Brigade between, yeah, the they also had the, some of the 30th. They changed the arms too, didn't they? They had the um, those like little kind of elbow pads on one of them, and then they switched to like those like non elbow pads. Elbows as well. I don't remember that. But you're right. Yeah, that was they kind of like they straddled the 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 two different lines, didn't they? So it's like you have you have is it like you have two on one and two on the other you know as well? No, I think that it was. I think that there was a Pursuit of Cobra one that got re-released in thirtieth, and then they changed it again in thirtieth. So you end up, if you're buying them carded, I think that there's three of them. Commando Snake Eyes mold says figure six pack. Yeah. 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 30th zombie. Yeah, I thought it was the 30th. Thank you. Um, yeah. I like the update to Rock Flashes, Rachel. Actually, yeah, I like that. I thought that was cool. What I really liked about that, I, one, one of the reasons I really liked Flash yeah, from too. Rise of Cobra was because in the computer game, you, could, uh, you rescued him and collected him as a character in the game. So that was one of the reasons I really like that flash because I remember, you know, getting his file card, Anthony Gambello, and all that kind of stuff, and just being, oh, cool. Um, but like his his gear was really cool and different, and he was bright red as well in most places. I think on that figure, just really, really awesome. Yeah, and like I said, I think Rise of Cobra like elevated the figure builds and designs, and then Pursuit of Cobra took it even further. And really threw a lot in there, like a lot. They threw a lot into Pursuit of Cobra, and it's still for me one of the high points of the four-inch line. I think, for me, yeah, I, I think that Rise of Cobra was only held back by uh, the color palette a little bit. Oh, totally. The, totally. the toy line put a lot more color into things than the movie did. Yeah, because they did a lot of those exclusives, and you got like you know loads of like yeah. Uh, you know, there's kind of like random characters that were kind of thrown in there that weren't in the movie, but were like, yeah, kind of like given that uh, extension in the toy line and everything. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah. Uh, Flaffle57 says, I'd love to see a convention pre-Snake Eyes. Give us the green soldier with weapons, then extra head sculpt of him disfigured, maybe include an arm sling, head bandage, wood stick, crutch. Would you like that, Pat? 
yeah i think that would be a lot of fun i think that'd be a, a great choice because uh snake eyes is definitely popular i could see that not being something that you would have at retail but a few of those options yeah i mean that makes a lot of sense especially if it's a head that would be swappable onto a you know a standard retail snake eyes i think and this is something that we'll probably do as a monthly at some point in the future. I think a three-pack of the long-range recon patrol would be yeah. freaking awesome. And you could do it like the box could be like the the helicopter, like the you know the shutter opens almost, and the three figures are inside, kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I, I'm literally I I'm literally doing a monthly episode, Pat. Now is that all right? It's what it feels like. So these are the discussions we have during the monthlies. Could you imagine if I pulled out the graphics now? Oh, just by the, just have these by chance. Um, you know, I think that'd be really cool. Then you could have like the snake eyes with the the boonie hat on, and you could paint half of his face black across there, so you can't see it as like a. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I yeah. almost want like a one for uh, where he has the boonie hat on to kind of disguise him, and then then like a scarred one and a bandaged one. Yeah, and you, you could probably get away with it being a head sculpt with the hat rather than a removable hat, couldn't you? Because that way it would be constantly covered and you would, you'd still have the mystery there. Yeah, and I think that would be difficult. I think that would, I think it's difficult to pull that off as a figure because you can always peel it back and look. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if you gave them like a lot of head sculpts in that one, that would be a good way of doing it. But yeah, I could just I, I remember um, the wonderful. Um, uh, Jim, yeah, it was Jim Godfrey, I think it was, made me a an amazing four inch modern uh, team of the long range Recon long range reconnaissance patrol. And his work, his custom work, is phenomenal. And I basically asked him to. Uh, I think he approached me because I had that wicked Nam helicopter um, that I got, like the the, the kind of one twelve uh, scale one, no one eighteenth scale one which is absolutely stunning, by the way. The Huey, I think it is. Absolutely gorgeous helicopter. And I took some pictures of that landing with those three coming out. It, they're so cool, those figures. Like, I'm honestly just blown away by the work he does. So massive shout out to Jim for that, for doing those for me. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that would be really cool as a, as a, as a three-pack for Classified. I think that would be sensational. We, might, we, we should do, maybe we should do like uh, a kind of like you know, let's look at the comics and what can we draw out of the comics for Classified. That might be a good episode to do, Pat. That would be a good episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then um, we could do a... You could do your Firefly, on, you know, as um, Ninja Force. Yes. Yeah. I've already given what Pat's going to do away. Sorry, guys. Justin's just going to do Sigma 6 hit and run or whatever, so we already know that's going to happen. He'll say like it was a. They did a comic, and it would be a lie just so that he could fit Sigma Six in there somehow. Yeah, uh, maybe there was an online comic. I think there's some stuff that's been lost to time. <laughs> no, he'll what he'll some... say, he'll be like, "Oh no, I actually did a, uh, uh, I did a, a, a Dio story about it in uh, 1933." And then we'll we'll be like, well, you can't count that. And then he'll get angry, and we'll have to because he's very abusive, Justin, isn't he? He's not a very nice person in real life. <laughs> I am he's kidding, by the way. All kinds of things about us. I'm just making life. stuff up about all the presenters, and it's all lies. 
Um, the worst person is me, actually, out of all of it, because I keep making horrible things up about everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, what's Codename Iowa saying? Hello, Brian. All this talk makes me wish we'd get a new four-inch line. Um, wh what do you think about that, Pat? Is that something you would want, or do you... I mean, I know you're heavily O-ring still. That's your yeah. main... That's your main love. Yeah. But would a four-inch line, uh, you know, quench any thirst for you in any way, shape, or form? Uh, I do want to get my house reorganized, <laughs> like I said earlier. You know, just get things in order before I get a bunch of new stuff in. But, yeah, I've, I've said that many times, that one of the things holding me back is that I'm just not a fan of six-inch figures. I love a lot of these designs, but six inches is just not a scale that interests me that much at all. Like, I... You know, we'll buy some classic toys because they have, like, I don't know, historical meaning right. to me. Uh, but I don't... There, there, there are a ton of six-inch figures at this point. Ever since Marvel Legends kind of took off and Star when Star Wars switched over to the Black Series, I, I wasn't happy. And yeah. I'm still kind of the same with G.I. Joe, but I almost need this break from buying a ton of things myself. I don't know yeah. how much I would really love. I, I don't think that I could look at four inch figures and not be a completist. I don't think I right. could do that. Right. Um, are you getting in on Hyatt, by the way? Uh, I finally bought one. I did finally buy one, but it has not arrived. I don't like how much I have to spend in shipping and I would love it if I could just buy more than one, like any opportunity to buy more than one and just save on that crazy shipping would be nice but it just isn't really an opportunity um hi ray ray murphy did i just did i just uh, attribute something to the wrong person then i probably did didn't i um oh sorry no ray's got his own there you go right so ray murphy another phenomenal customizer in his own mm -hmm. right um just sent me this now the, i'm guessing these are classified ray and you can obviously check these out on um ray's oh, socials no. look at that eh very yeah, pretty. That's really awesome. So you've got you got Stalker there, and you got Tommy, and you got old Snake Face as well covered up. Well, see now maybe maybe when you're talking convention exclusives, this might be a plan out because we have even this year the single figure at SDCC and the probably three figures at PulseCon, right? Yep. So you could probably do a bandaged snake eyes sdcc and then the set of three of them for PulseCon, like that would That's make a lot of sense. yeah that would make a lot of sense to me yeah the kind of like related yeah, yeah. kind of uh, connected issue kind yeah. of thing yeah um that's yeah absolutely absolutely i would um i would love them i would love i think that would just be like a very nice cohesive collector's piece as well uh you know it's not like you have to collect a whole subline of vietnam era you know, characters. No. It would just literally be those lads, and you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe in the future, you could squeeze in some of the periphery uh, long range recon patrol that passed away in the uh, in the team. You know, and um, I forget his name now. What's his name? That like the main one, whose son is Snake Eyes again. I've completely uh, brain farted the name. Yeah, I do this every Wade time. Collins. Collins. What is wrong with me? Yeah, Wade and Sean, basically. Yeah, um, this happens, guys. Like you know, it's, it's I. It's the it's the 
it's the uh, curse of the live stream, I call it. It is. Because yeah, no matter how obvious something is, or how many times I've said the same thing over and over again, I'll be like, what? Because there's loads of people looking at me. Yeah, Sean and Wade, thank you very much. So, um, yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's everything. I think that's all of the news. <laughs> Other than the stuff we talked about before. But we do have a good couple of things to talk about in the shout-out. So don't go away just yet. We've still got like a whole 20 minutes, I reckon, of talk in the, the end. So don't just leave thinking it's over. All right? All right, all right. Pat? <laughs> have you tried hoarder yet no well you need to if you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off then get involved you can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels build your collections with hoarder the app is free to download on google play and the app store so what are you waiting for get to hoarding Left, he just upped, upped, and left. Oh no, I didn't. Hey, he's there. It was all a dream. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, thanks, Pat, for doing that. I just, I just wanted to make you nervous. No, as if, as if I care. I'm kidding. I did. I was pooing myself. Um, any word on Iron Grenadiers, Lightfoot? All I can say, um, and I can say this with like you know confidence, is. Give it a little bit of time and we will get there, okay? And this is based on someone that knows what's coming in the future to some degree. <laughs> we'll get there, trust me. Um, like, it, it's uh, I, there'll be elements drizzled in, shall we say, um, in like the next couple of years. So don't worry, we'll, we're going to be getting Iron Grenadiers. Don't worry about that. Um, and I'm talking about the faction, okay? So... Bear that in mind. Uh, figure six pack says the brain fog. Yes, that's exactly what it was. A hundred percent. And Sherlock says I finished a Billy Kessler as well. Um, it would wouldn't be a big surprise to see Billy in the classified line, especially since we're getting Shooter and Helix. Good shout, actually. Uh, do you think we'll get the? Um, do you think we'll ever get the child Billy in classified, Pat? The child version, I would say no. But I mean. I could I could see it happening in some sort of exclusive variety, and it would give them a challenge in built making a figure. Effectively, they're just making a four-inch figure, aren't they? Really, just a stumpy four-inch figure is what they'd be making. They could do that easily. I mean, I, I was looking at the new Wicket in the six-inch Star Wars line the other day and thinking, man, that's really not much bigger than what Ewoks used to be because you know exactly. he's a shorter Ewok. So I mean, it's like having a baby, you know, it's like having a Grogu in the Bloomin six inch series, isn't it? It's like, you know, yeah, it's they can do whatever size they could do it for sure. Yeah. But I, and so I, I think, I think it would, I think it would be kind of fun again, like, you know, talking about our comic delvings, you know, maybe, maybe doing something in that realm with more other figures around it, like a, you know, Cobra Commander in there as well. I don't know. Uh, in any case, yeah, Billy Kessler. So you think it would be the kind of Devil's Due more inspired one, or like the older one with the black T-shirt and stuff, right? Yes, that's kind of yeah. what I'm using. Do you think they should do the six-pack through the shirt because it was the Snake Eyes body, or do you think? <laughs> no. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Also, it was, it was extensive. I want to say that his his shirt was like this, wasn't it? It might have been. Yeah. It was so wide around the neck. Anyway, yeah. 
I'm like modeling myself after Billy right now. Um, all right, dude. Shout outs. We're in there. What give us your shout outs? Who's your first one? Shout out as always to Philip. Yay. Yay. Yeah. I enjoyed I really enjoyed his Wolverine video for articulated points of the day. That's a lot of fun. And it reminded me because for Kate for one for one Christmas a couple of years ago. I basically went and bought as many different rogue figures as I could find, um, including like all of like the Toy Biz ones and all of the like the bigger 12-inch ones. And there were loads of rogue figures in different formats yeah. in, from that era. And that was like her Christmas present was opening like seven or eight rogue, different rogue figures, which she has the collection in her in her office at work. So like um that reminded me of watching that show of like all the different you know versions of those figures that would pop out in that that in the kind of the nineties time. Yeah, um I, I think Philip's actually a pretty big rogue fan as well. And I did not know about some of the stuff that like I didn't know about that large Wolverine figure. I probably did see it. Yeah, I didn't I, I don't even recall it at all. Yeah, there was just so much stuff at the time that it's uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that the internet wasn't as big back then that some of that stuff isn't just as cataloged and floating around out there. Like a Google search for that, and I, I don't know what you'll come up with. Or maybe I just <laughs> didn't run into it. I don't know. I love how kind of bad the claws were always on Wolverine and those figures. Like, you know, the hand would like look like this for a start. Like it would be kind of all janky. And then the claws would like be kind of on show like the, the kind of like curved bit like that. And then they would just shut out and it would always be like really a bit bit naff, wouldn't it, on those figures? Yeah, I've had one sitting behind me here for a while, coincidentally. You know, the, it was is. coincidence. Like, I don't think Phil even noticed that I had one over here. But yeah, I like these figures. It was such a weird time for action figures with Toy Biz kind of carrying these on from the Batman line and then eventually introducing marvel legends which look where that has led it's it's a weird a weird moment in toy history i love the fact that the old stuff is always you know there's a lot of um kind of like nods and homages in the newer stuff from the cards whether it's like the retro card releases or you know certain characters being brought in or the, the design of the style of certain characters i was in in demand toys today shout out to nick and mass and kim and al and everyone at, at in demand and he had a couple of um, I forget what the oh Rhino was one of them on a like a Toy Biz Rhino, and the other one I forget the name of the character now. Um, it's like the vampire looking dude with the four like things that stick out the, of his back, like the kind of little kind of prongs. What the hell is his name? Um... He's topless, white, and like very white because it's vampirish, and he's got like a mullet kind of hairstyle. And oh, they, they, they exactly. did him recently in Marvel Legends. In Spider Man. Yeah. He, he was in the animated series, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the animated series. And he has just like a name. Yeah, it's like Steve or. Yeah. Quent Smythe? Smythe. Yeah. Thank Smythe. you. Thank you, John and Ryan. Uh, yeah, so I saw that original as well, like carded. Uh, and it just reminded me of the what Marvel Legends are doing. And yeah, exactly. No, not Mr. I'd have known. I would, if I'd have been talking about Mr. Sinister, Mr. J, I'd have said Mr. Sinister was a big fave of mine um, in a weird way because I remember that Savage Land episode from the animated series, like when they all fight him and everything, and it's oh, it's wicked. 
uh, not Jeff, Simon, no, but Jeff would have been a good one, wouldn't it, for that character to just be called Maybe it was Jeff, Jeff Mike. Jeff, maybe it is. That's his full name. Jeffrey Smythe. Um, anyway, yes, uh, shout out to Phil. Go check out his uh, talking point on uh, Wolverine uh, from that particular era. It's well good. Go check it out now. Um, also, love the... Uh, that's another thing I've, I found really funny about those figures and that line. The one that had the electronic talking backpack. Yes. So that they get rid of the feature that you kind of need for Wolverine and they stick a backpack on him that makes uh, comments. Right. Yeah. I, I played with those more in the store than I did. I think <laughs> that I had I had Venom, I think. Who? I mean, that is so true, isn't it? The, as a kid, in fact, as an adult, as a human being, I could not walk past a try me button without trying me. I couldn't do it. I could, it's well, like... I've been broken of that now because now when you walk into a store and there's a try me button, it just goes on and on and on and on and it's embarrassing. And it's really loud all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, well, how is this louder than the music they're playing right and now? And you often like... see like one of the people working there going, oh, somebody did try oh, me. Son of... Why did you do that? Yeah, I says I, I'm not the same. I can, I will press it. I will press it. And it's the same. If I saw a football on the ground, I can't not kick it or flick it up or do a skill or launch it into the stratosphere. I can't not kick it. Yes, you can. Is what I was hoping you'd say back. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't have that problem. That's that's not me. I'll avoid the whole the whole aisle if I know that there's like a dog that's going to bark when I walk past it. Or a baby that's going to cry in the toy. Or, or a soccer ball on the ground, for or example. Or a soccer ball on the ground, yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't ride bikes through Walmart, did you? No, I wasn't, I wasn't that much of a D-bag. No, okay. I would just be pressing buttons left, right, and center. Okay. Um, but yeah. The other thing was, like, I would do this thing where if there were multiple of the same figure and I wanted that figure, I would try one and buy another because I knew that, like... You've... I've already wasted, you know, I've already <laughs> wasted. wasted one button press. Like that's one button press a battery you're not getting back. Exactly. Well, you know what? I, I did kind of never buy the one that was in the front because you know that a bunch of people have walked by and done Or that. the one that was left. Yeah. Because that yeah. would be the thing, wouldn't it? Be that tattered one that had everyone's, like, you know, sausage fingers smashing the, the top of the plastic yeah. and it was all bent and messed up. Yeah. 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 Um, Sonic Fighters were great. I loved Sonic Fighters. Anyway, shout out to Phil. I don't know how we've managed like an hour, 22 minutes. How have we done this? It's incredible. Incredible. Shout out to the family. Mom and dad downstairs. Mom, meatloaf. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, amazing. Shout out to mom and dad. It's been great to see them. Like landed, when was it? A couple of days ago, Wednesday morning. Um, managed to like kind of stay up like to a normal time and I've kind of got onto the schedule pretty fast. I mean, I'm a seasoned traveler now, so that's just what happens. But um, great to finally be home and see lots of friends and, and family and everything. So that's been great. And I went for a beach run yesterday and I'm going to go for one after this is finished as well. It's starting to cool down outside a little bit as the sun goes down. So I'm going to go for a run to the beach uh, and then probably come back heaving my lungs up uh but i managed 5k last night pat and it's the first time i've run in a long time so that's not bad is it uh how what's 5k in miles again like three is it guys oh yeah just no, under I, three maybe i need to build up to that i'm not doing that 
Okay. Well, yeah, I, that that was my. I, I used to do. I used to do ten k, and that was just because mom would make so much food. I had to level out my my calorie intake with my exercise, so I had to run ten k a day in order to continue wow. consuming the amount of food that my mom likes to to offer and give. Anyway, I love it. I wouldn't, you know, I'm I'm on holiday now, so I'm going to be I'm going to be taking advantage of that. Trust me. Uh, so it's great to see them again. Uh, I'm going to be going to see um, more family tomorrow. Uh, hang I went to see uh, In Demand Toys Day, which we'll talk about in a sec. Uh, shout out as well to Kate and Phoebes, who are doing my job for me right now. So thank you, darling. I appreciate you filling in while I'm away. Uh, and Phoebe as well. She's helping. Um, and um, yeah, and to the, the rest of the US fam as well. I was kind of on the message thread with everyone last night watching the Kansas City Chiefs play. And I fell asleep because it was really late here. And I think they lost to the Lions, which is crazy anyway. Not that, again, sorry, Pat, I'm flooding you with sports information I, that you yeah, don't care about. I, I just tuned out there for a second. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> we lost like Kansas 50 Kansas viewers City as well. The last thing I heard, I went. And he's starting to sleep. Off. Yeah, sorry, mate. Wait, I have that I took the time to read some of the comments. Diana's oh, talking well, about buttons in, on the inside of the building. That's interesting to me. Uh, for you know, years, no one buttons. had a clue what they did, but eventually we all it's cracked a, and kids smacked them. The they that, that's the, the second part of the comment. Yeah, there's there were buttons on the wall. I used to have a big red button on two walls in my classroom. There was a sign under them saying not to press them. For years, no one had a clue what they did, but eventually we all cracked and kids smacked them. They turned off the electricity in the entire building in case of a gas leak. That's amazing. That is friggin' amazing, Diana. I'm sure that wouldn't have been really difficult to Google, right? Yeah, do not press these buttons. I, there's just no way that that's going to last forever. There's no, no way. I Maybe. had a button in a, a building I used to manage that had that was just there that nobody knew really what it was for. Eventually, I realized it was for testing emergency lighting, which was useful. Uh, well, it would have been great. Years, testing, nobody knew. testing staff's ability to avoid pressing giant red buttons is what, <laughs> is what right. it could be. Yeah. Uh, it's a giant Pavlov's dog thing. You press it and a massive treat falls out of the wall that you have to consume. That's what it should have been. Um, oh, great. Dinah said, once that wall was breached, kids smacked them whenever they got mad. The maintenance guys gave up and disconnected them. Great. So instead of safety, we'll just, yeah, that's hilarious. They should have maybe just started off with what it, well, maybe you don't want to say what it does, because then they would have just skipped ahead to the, as soon as I get angry, I'm going to push that, push that button. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, shout out to the fam on both sides. Um, and it's great to be back. It's great to be back. Um, and Brian, massive shout out to Brian Sauer for our amazing graphics, as always. But as well, assembly required, and we've got a little sit rep to go through with you guys. Um, so here you go. Um, oh, like this. It's from the FBI, All Points Bulletin. Excuse me. Florida Highway Patrol reports that suspected members of the wanted criminal biker gang known as the Dreadnoughts were surveilled departing their presumed Florida Everglades hideout and headed northbound on I-75. Our intelligence suggests they may be en route to Iowa for a rally, a.k.a. assembly required, being held November 3rd and 4th. An eyewitness at a rest stop in Boca Ranton corroborated this assertion, reporting that one member of the group asked for directions to Dee's monies before allegedly stealing her purse. Suspects should be considered armed and dangerously stupid. There's a large hint there towards what the, the, the theme is going to be for assembly required, Pat. What do you think it is? Dreadnoughts. 
<laughs> yep. I can't uh, be looks... the only person who could hear that picture, though. Oh, hell yeah. Like, you could just hear that dot matrix printer. Oh. Yeah, definitely. the One of the most hideous sounds in, on Earth. But also quite comforting for a, from a nostalgic perspective. Kind of. But, you know, why don't you go to print something? It's like, okay, is everybody in the room ready? It's going to be loud and annoying for a little while. Especially it's almost it's a like, long report. I would say it's up there with the old dial-up sound for the internet. Uh, yeah, that's true. That was always fun as well. Uh, yeah, which yeah. also was video games for me on the Texas Instruments. Do you ever have those? I think we've talked about that. We might have done. The only yeah, Texas we... Instruments we had were calculators. Well, they they made calculators, but they also made a, a computer, and you could hook a a an audio tape up to it, and there'd be games and things. They were all like text based games. Um, we had that. Yeah, we had those style of computers. Yeah, that my me and my dad would play um, Football Manager for hours. Riddle of the Sphinx. Do you ever play that? No. That's that's one of those like choose your own adventure sort of text based kind of scenarios. And um, what was the other one? There was another one we used to play, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, I'll probably talk about that with Dad later downstairs. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's a massive shout out to Brian and the folks at Assembly Required. We're going to be getting more of these um, kind of updates and you know things to talk about uh, as we go along about Assembly Required in November. Uh, and also, massive shout out to um, Bob Breakin and um, Brian Hickey. Now, Brian messaged me the other day um, to say. Uh, if I can open my phone, uh, I should have just had this up ready. I don't know why I didn't. I could have sworn I had it ready to go. Um, he's saying he basically said to me, "The pre-order window for the book closes at the end of this month." Now, there's a link in the description for the the site for the pre-order of this particular book, My Palatoy Story. So, just so you know, at the end of this month in September, they will be closing that pre-order. So, if you want to get in on it, this month is the last month you can do that. Uh, so I'm going to spread the word, uh, of course, today. But then also, um, Brian is going to be jumping on, I think, next week at some point with me, and we're going to be talking about the book a bit more, and we're going to be explaining all the, you know, um, all of this information and where to get it and all that kind of good stuff. So we'll have a little kind of uh, live show, or maybe you're just pre-recorded. We'll see uh, with Brian about that. So do not fear. Um, and yeah, we'll be kind of sharing more information about that as the week goes on on the socials as well. So if you do want this book, which I think you really should do, obviously it's already um, happily and very, very, um, I'm very happy about this, a successfully funded uh, via Kickstarter. Um, you can, but you can still actually jump in on this uh, from a pre-order point of view on the website. Okay. Um, right, that's I think that's everything. No, one more thing in demand toys. So I popped in to see Nick, Mass, Kim, and Al today, uh, and had a blast walking around their new shop. I say it's new, they've been there for years now. I just haven't been there. It's amazing. I'm going to be taking, um, like proper footage and doing like a nice little video about it, uh, as well. It's a really freaking awesome store. Uh, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of them for what they've been able to do. And not just that. But look at all the blooming classified figures he had for me to pick up. Isn't that crazy, Pat? What's the uh, one in the in the brown box? 
eels up inside you, finding an entrance where they can. Eels. Okay. It's eels. <laughs> if you didn't know from that Mighty Boosh song, it's eels. But I've got this is one I'm very excited about this. This is a uh, tripwire, but also. Why would you be excited about that in particular? I don't know. I don't know. Why? What could it be? It's because of Apsara the Rat, obviously. You know how big a fan I am of uh, Animal Companions. Um, I love that we can add a new Animal Companion to the team, by the way. I do too. I think that's amazing. Yeah, like me that, too. Like, that is... That changes my whole list of figures with Animal Companions by adding a new one. That I know that's obvious. Um, bit of Desert Snake Eyes there as well. And it just looks like regular Storm Shadow in the background, guys. Sorry. Um, what else have we got? We've got the Valkyries. All of these are going to be opened, uh, unboxed during the week, by the way. So we've got the Valkyries with a little bit of a uh, little bit of junkyard in there. Look, nice. I really hope that Mutton Junkyard, that Junkyard comes with like the glowing eyes thing. But I don't think I think that everything that was shown is everything he's going to come with. But I think that would have been really cool. That's eels so i mean what are you gonna what, what am right. i gonna show you i've got to do an unboxing so i'll do it properly um grunt bit of grunt for everyone there as well we've got low light uh this is gonna this is like an embarrassment of riches isn't it this is an embarrassment of adam riches crimson viper with a very in i love that there's like extensive enterprises building in the background like the airport Mm -hmm. Is extensive enterprise. You've got sky strikers and stuff, and that's kind of I like that. That's interesting. Um, my chair's getting a bit creaky. I'm going to redo the bolts on that. Uh, Firefly. Excited to get his wow. little drone out. And oh my God, I'm sweating now. And Tunnel Rat, who you think would would have been a good contender for a rat animal companion as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, I guess so, but I really like the sense that it makes that it's tripwired. It goes back to that uh, bit of uh, when you were a kid, you see something on the file cards and you learn something. You know, Big time. So having tripwire come with that, I think, was a, a good call. No, I agree with you on, on that one. Um, yeah, I'm just being like on the nose with it a little bit. Oh, he's got rat in his name. It's like road pig should come with a pig. <laughs> right. A pig with a crash helmet on and a little mini bicycle or a motorcycle or something, because it's a road pig. I think that would be amazing, actually. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna push for road piglet to come with road pig. I think that would be amazing. Um, anyway, that is I think that's everything now, guys. I hope you've had a, an enjoyable episode. An hour and a half we managed um, in what is effectively two news stories this week. I'm impressed with us on that one, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought that we were going to be on for 15 minutes and then off. And then I was going to take a nap. Oh, you were all excited to finish early. No, and I've ruined, And I've ruined it by just talking for hours. No, it's fine. Um, no, lots of fun, as always. Uh, dude, thanks for joining me once again. I know you're not feeling great with your allergies at the moment, so I hope you get. I hope you start to feel better. Yeah, once, get, once we get into full swing of winter, I will, but we, I've got a few months of allergies. Ugh, rubbish. Um, you should just always blow your nose on on camera, just like, huh. like we don't care, just go for it. No, I, I should not do that. I, I will not do that. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us in the chat as well, guys. We really appreciate it. 
Um, have a great weekend. Um, I've got what have I got tomorrow. I'm away. Hope I'm, I was thinking of maybe squeezing an unboxing in, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to squeeze it in. I will get it in at some point tomorrow. Don't worry. Um, so we'll we'll maybe look at a couple of those. We'll see. Uh, but I've got my work cut out for me. Also got a uh, PulseCon preview video in the in the making. Um, let's talk classified. Uh, Jinx is next as well, and hopefully I'll be able to get all of this done before I get home. And then, of course, we've got um, the weekly next week again, Pat. So hope you're ready for that. Hope you're ready for a week of... I have a week to prepare. Yeah, exactly, as you always do. Um, yes, thank you guys for joining. Once again, uh, stay fresh cheese bags, of course. Always do that. Uh, and after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, four. Full force. See you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force